0: Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simcha, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simcha's and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simples hassan Vicalo. Karen Simples hassan Vikalo was founded over twenty-five years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today, that's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Go Simcha the Podcast. For those who don't know me yet, I'm Zisha, your host of the super cool, super awesome podcast where we go behind the scenes of the Jewish music and entertainment world. We've had a number of great guests so far on the show and it's fun. I happen to be doing this week's episode with a very, very local fellow. You know him, I know him. He is big in the music scene and he just released a new album. I want to welcome Ari Goldwag to the show. Ari, Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and coming on board our show today, um, literally sure, today. Thanks
1: thanks yeah. for having me. show.
0: So I was doing a little research into you, and it seems like you have been in music a very, very long time. You started off with the Miami Boys Choir, and you've been going ever since. So tell our listeners a little bit more about who Ari Goldwag is and how you ended up in Miami and now where you are today.
1: Okay. So I started 30 years ago, actually, to be precise. Wow. When I was nine years old, I started, I I tried out for the choir. um, For Yachmiel Begun. And uh, I was actually a very shy kid. And uh, my mom was very excited that her kid had a very nice voice. And uh, so she she, uh, encouraged me to try out for the choir, which I did. And... Um, I was in the choir from the age of nine till almost 15. So I was in the choir for six years and uh, I was featured on a whole bunch of their albums on f- five of the albums and uh, some of the videos and a Hask show, Hask 7, also going back a long time, 25 years ago or more. Wow. And um, so that was my Miami career. I was a soloist there. I I'm in mean, Remember, cause it's me and Asha Mayim. it's meant to be. If we open our eyes now, it's clear to see. That was me. And, nice. um, and then, um, so I started also composing at that time. I was like 10 years old, 9, 10 years old. I started making up songs. And um, my parents bought me a little keyboard and I started playing around with it. I was playing a lot by ear. And basically, from the age of 15 until 22, I was doing a lot of closet music work, um, not not out in the open. I did have actually, uh, I think, three songs that ended up on an album. This guy and uh, Ethan Leifer, who came out in the late 90s, I think 1999. And um, but but really, I, I, after I got married, which was in 2001, so I put out an album with a bunch of other Bachrim we had made while we were in the mirror called Ruach and Neshama. And then I did my first album in 2002 or 2003. I forget exactly. And we had my famous.
0: This is great. We're getting a free concert here. Yeah, man. So, um so that was in
1: this so i mean, i put out my first solo album in uh you know 16 years ago and i did a second album then called Simcha Belibi, and i did an album called pure soul and i did an album called shabbos get ready with avi newmark and i did an album called Shabbos achim with the bell brothers shabbos right. um with, with my son and a bunch of other kids and um and uh, we had a few Pretty popular, you know, semi-popular songs like Yesh Tegva, Ivri An-Ehi, Other people sang. I've heard of those. Yeah, I've heard of those. I've heard of those. Yes, yeah, so I, I wrote those songs for for Benny and Shalom Aleichem. I also wrote for him, and um, and uh, and then and basically about there was an inter, there was like a long period of time where I was doing I was really focusing on other people's stuff like with Achim and Shavas Chaverim and right. a few other projects. Um, that was from, and then, and then Amichad, I put out, well, it's almost five years since I put out Amichad, I was really like, okay, I'm, I'm I saw your was wow, and I said, hey, you know, I could do this myself again, and um, kind of, kind of splashed back onto the scene in a big way, and Rosh uh, Hashem Amichad now is about to hit six million views on YouTube, which is pretty awesome. That's a,
0: that's a pretty big accomplishment, especially for a film singer, no?
1: And yeah, yeah, all, authentic real views and um and uh and now we have i mean i've done some stuff in between i've done these acapella albums five acapella albums that that have really also been noticed a lot and and um and when my son was he's 15 now but when he was 13 so i wanted to get him into some side so you know, get something like catch his voice before it changes The <laughs> too that was that was kind of the but for that and, and now I have this new album called Lino Sickler Code Never Stop Dancing and uh, I'm really excited about it i Hashem, already the song has like over 200,000 views on YouTube between the different videos I've done. Wow. And um, And the new the new song new video just came out a few days ago called uh, Today's the day which also three days as of this moment as of the recording three days and it's already got 17,000 views so that's, that's pretty, pretty good
0: uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's very good. That's amazing. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. So did you, going back to your, to your early days, did you actually think that this is something you were going to do for the rest of your Like as a career, did you, did you look at this as a career? You're just looking at this as like, Oh, I'm good at this. Let's see what happens kind of thing. Well, or how did you look yeah. at it? So the
1: answer is uh, when I was probably 12, um, maybe 11 or 12, my parents bought me a four track recorder. Um, which for the uninitiated basically means that yeah. I have four, I could, I could record my keyboard, I could record right. my voice and two more harmonies. So I could, it was like a really sophisticated system for an 11 year old to have <laughs> a lot of fun and, um, and create music with. And I knew that I was making a CD from that. You know, I was ready. I was gung ho. I was ready to do it. I, there was, there was a, uh, there was a lot of talk when I was like 13 to do an album. I didn't end up doing it. Uh, no. For whatever, reason. but it was always like I'm. I'm making a CD. I, from from the age of eleven or twelve, I was like I'm recording an album. I'm putting out an album. Just was a matter of time until it would be released. But it was happening. But you did it. I did it. I've done. I, this is uh, 17 albums later. Yes, I, I did it.
0: That, that's amazing. So that was, that was the turning point in your life. Where you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to make this a career and I'm going to have fun with it. And I'm going to, I'm going to sing. And I'm going to entertain people. How'd you get into writing? It seems like it's like you mentioned you, you you've written songs for Benny Friedman and for other people. How did, how have you, how'd you get into writing?
1: When you say writing you mean like writing lyrics or you mean like writing music
0: writing mu- music lyrics composing composing how did you get into the uh, whole? so
1: i mean i i started like i said i started when i was really young making up tunes um i even have some stuff i, I wrote some lyrics back then also i had stuff that i was writing in english um one of those songs actually two, two of those songs actually appeared on my first two albums um there's a song called elena mm-hmm. And I I went back and I I took that original track because I had the four track recording. So I could take my voice off the original track. I did a duet between my kid self and my adult uh, self, which was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And and, um, on my second album I did, there was an English song called time. And, um, and I've just been gone ever since. I never, never stopped, never looked back, never thought about it. Just kept making up songs, writing lyrics, talking about whatever's whatever I need to talk about. And,
0: so that's great. It, it it seems that it seems like you kept mentioning your English songs. I've noticed that out of a lot of the singers, your English songs happen to be some of the ones that I'm I'm actually a big fan of. Because they don't sound they sound they sound good. They actually have a they have good tunes, they they flow. How did what do you do you prefer singing the English songs? Do you prefer the Hebrew songs? What, what do you, what do you find is your favorite is your favorite style to do, like your favorite type of you do have a couple albums with a lot a lot of english songs your last album yes yeah, so has... i
1: did so i did i i owe, i think i think it's safe to say that every album that i've done not including the a cappella albums right but, but almost every album i've done has had english songs on it it's my mother tongue you know music to me is like it's a i'm communicating and i'm telling you how i feel and I'm kind of asking you the question as a listener, like, do you get it? Like, are you feeling what I'm feeling? And, and, or I'm trying to convince myself of something like, for example, today's going to be a good day, right? Right. Mm. With a song like that, which actually I made up when I was in a good mood, not all of my happy songs that I make up when I was happy, but (laughs) that one I was actually in a good mood when I, when I composed. And, um, you know, but it's, it's the, it's the happy me talking to the, you know, me on a different day when I'm not so happy saying, Hey man, it's about your attitude, um, which is often true—not always true, but often true. So it's like, for me, the English, you know, you know, we both Zisha, you and I, both live in Eretz but, but, our uh, our American roots are uh, indeni- undeniable. So well, it comes
0: with the place that we live in too. Yes, but. that's true.
1: Ramah <laughs> is quite American. Just so. Good so but it's like it's our mother tongue you know like it's it's the language that our heart thinks in. it's the language that we dream in and um and so for me it talks to me the deepest when i sing a song in hebrew even a song like yesh or it's not like amechad it's nice it's cool you know it's radical even if you're from the 90s you know yeah but, but uh but it just doesn't i don't know when i sing a song in english for me that that really speaks to me and and um, I'm trying yeah. to communicate that to, uh, to the American audience, but even, you know, I'll take a song like Th- Today's the Day is a great example of a song where I, I wrote it in English and I translated it into Hebrew because I want to I wanna speak also not just to an American crowd. I want to speak to the Hebrew speaking crowd. Um, I want to inspire them too. So it's like, um, it's, a, uh, it's finding a balance. So.
0: No, for sure. And and now that you're mentioning this, now that you're talking about this, it seems like each one of your songs has has a different message behind it, and it seems that you you come, people can come away from all your songs feeling something different, getting something different out of it. Do you do that on purpose? You do that? Is that how you when you're composing the song? You you're like you feel that's how you feel. You...
1: Yeah. So it's always I've always from day one with my music I've always wanted to say something, not just like sing a pasuk, and a pasuk can be powerful, there's no question, right. like a song like Rachem, or even a song like Ma Ma Ma, you know, those songs are very powerful, and a pasuk can, can be a very concise way of saying something simple that can inspire me, and at the same time um, I've always wanted to say something more I've always wanted to say something deeper, I've always wanted to say something inspiring, or you know, a song, you listen to the album so you heard the song Higher Ground, so, so mm-hmm. that song, like it's, it's deep like yeah it's not my song it's a friend of mine wrote the song and when i heard that song the first time i cried and um, it's very moving i remember playing it for a friend of my, a different friend of mine and also he's like he had here hurray chuva when he heard the song like wow. that's what i'm that's what i'm after like that's what i'm after this is like this is deep and this is um, me- meaningful and moving and it should music, music, music that touches the
0: powerful. soul yeah, it's very powerful,
1: and it's sure. and it's like the music and brings people somewhere. That's that's what I'm trying to do to bring them to like a good place. So.
0: No, I've noticed that with your with your music, especially like I find that you're there's more to it. There's more depth to it than 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 others I've listened to. Like you said, like yeah, a pasuk is to sing a pasuk to to compose something through pasukim is great. It's amazing. It's powerful. It, it can really have a deep impact on you. But I've noticed this especially with your, like I said, with your music, that there is more to it. There is more of a depth to it, both in your English songs and your Hebrew songs. Like you really walk away feeling something with it. You really come away with it. It's not just listening to another song, not just listening to another album. And I think that's really cool and and helps with you. It it worked. worked. (laughs) It worked. Eureka. Ah, Eureka. No, it's, and it, it, I think that, that's, that's something big, especially in a world where, you know, you're, you're one of many people doing, doing the same, like you're singing, you're trying to entertain people, you're trying to make people happy, but to give them something more than just the concert or the, or the song, it, it, it probably makes you feel really good afterwards. You probably get this schmuck afterwards. when you. When yeah, yes,
1: yes, it's true. It's true. There's a gishmak, and there's a, yeah. It's it's also it's also interesting, just uh, um, from the from the feedback perspective of it. Living in mm-hmm. Israel, you probably you, you may have had this experience also. But my so much of my audience, there's a big audience here. I've done interviews here in Israel. I've been on the, I was just on the radio yesterday in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, but I feel like a lot of what I'm saying is I'm talking to the American audience and because I live in arts So like the feedback is it like, it trickles in, yeah. it comes, I do get it. Um, but there is a certain, uh, kind of disconnect, which I know, you know, I, I get to go in America. I get to have, I have some concerts happening at the end of August and during, during the circus in, in the New York area, in the Baltimore area. And, um, so it's exciting, and and I know I'm going to get more feedback when I when I when I get there. But it's like until you get that feedback, it's like you know it's it's like like Chazal say about about someone who's a teacher who wants to t- you know teach Torah. more than the more than the the baby the, the the calf wants to suckle from its mother. The the mother wants to give over. So it's like as a right. musician, like a it's like I have something and I want to share it and I want to inspire people with it. And it's like. Um, it's a challenge waiting for that
0: uh, confirmation really. Right, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. So so yes, yeah, so, so we're talking about your videos and how you you said that they get a ton of views and I think it's really cool. You're one of the many artists who I've noticed are big into making music videos and I find it cool watching them. I'm like, oh, it's local. Most of your videos, if if not all of them, I, I seem to be local, meaning made in Ramat Bichamish. And I find it yes. awesome because I, I'm like, I'm sitting there watching the videos, and especially, especially Amakhad. And I was like, oh, I know that place. I know that place. I know that place. Hey, I've been there too. And it's 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 such a trip to watch it, um, but I asked this question once to I asked this question actually a couple times to the few people we had on the show about music videos like what's your take on making music videos? Because it's like on one hand you know we're saying people don't don't watch videos don't watch TV don't do this that and the other, but at the same time we're putting out these music videos on the internet on YouTube and all these different places. So Kay. what so what's your take on on the videos in general? Meaning mm-hmm. you make them,
1: uh, right? That's Seems like Astira. Fair question. Um, it's only a Astira if you start with the premise that uh, you know people can't be trusted, or not right. trustworthy, to be 100%. using media. Um, personally, I I uh, think that people. First of all, there's a lot of people using filters and a lot of people using using uh, you know methods to make sure that their internet usage is kosher, and and um, Hey man, Jews need good entertainment, kosher entertainment, and what I'm trying to do is be inspiring with my entertainment. Uh, I think I've done a lot of, you know, I've had a lot of success with that. You know, Hashem loves you. Oh video, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get better than that as far as kosher. Um, has a million views, and Amecha, uh, like we said before, has six million views, and uh, the other. I mean, altogether, my videos have over ten million views. But the point of the
0: it's amazing. point of
1: the, the to me, the point of the media here is clearly to. Um, inspire people and to, to pick them up, lift them up, uh, connect them to something higher and um, and just make them smile, you know, like, uh, you know, we only live a certain amount of years, hopefully about 100, 120, whatever, but like, we gotta, we gotta be happy and it's easy to be down and our, our world is like a very frenetic, crazy, um, pressured world and uh, we need that pick-me-up. I, I think that human beings need to be lifted up and inspired and also just just be happy, like music makes people happy and, and a good video, a funny video a happy video, it's like um, I don't know, to me it doesn't get better than that for just sure. done in the ruach You know, in a way that that's uh, for example the newest video that he did, today's the day, I show sure the guy who, who um, filmed the video, who created the video his name is David Levon awesomely incredibly talented guy he's a mashkiach in base he made and a famous a red... video he
0: actually, yes he, he he's the guy who made that the lacha video many many L'cha years ago
1: viral video pre-youtube yep. the viral lacha video yep. and i've been asking him for years like 15 years i've been saying to him david when are we going to do a video together david when are we going to do a video together and in the last two years with his bachrim, it was like their their prize for, for being good or whatever well, I don't know what the terms were for being part of the video but, but he created these two um, awesome music videos around one around Schar Mitzvah one around Machar and um, and I said I'm sorry if we, one of them was Ivri right? yeah one of them was anechi. Mm-hmm. one of them was Machar I think no yeah. I don't remember Schar Mitzvah maybe it was three already so anyway okay. so so, so uh, I'm, I'm like Dub, you're back in the game okay let's go let's do this <laughs> and um, he he just popped out this amazing amazing concept and i think it was executed just awesomely that was very my, good point, my point is really like my point is like i'm trying to do things you know in a way which is not just kosher but, but like you know mumlats like you know I'm this on. is this is the way man this is this is a way to inspire people and um that's that's what i'm after
0: no, for sure. It, it's definitely, it's, de- it's definitely amazing. I, I'm a big fan of your videos. Like I said, it's fun to watch them because I see that everything is, is local and especially like Amichad. I was actually, I was watching it the other day and it's funny. I, I wanted to ask you this. Are you playing all the characters in the video? Cause they, cause oh, they yes. look strikingly similar to you. Of
1: course. Of course. That's the point. The point is that there are five different types of Jews, but they're all the same guy. That's Amichad. That we're all really the same. That's like the deeper message underneath. Right. all the same yeah it's interesting because people watch that video that was part of the point is that you know the quince is that this is the all five of those guys on the stage are the same guy they're all you know they're all ari goldwag uh, but not everybody notices it and not everybody sees it right away and then when they hop and then are like oh my gosh it's the same guy i have to watch it again that's how we got to six million my friends
0: yeah no because I, I was looking at it i was like those payas, man those payas, they look so real and, and like, oh, the, it's uh, called a good,
1: it's called a good, uh, store in Tel Aviv that, that makes pay and beards for, uh, for film and video. And, um, and yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty it, it, was,
0: good. it was very, very convincing. It was, it was very, very convincing. I was like, I I had to, like I said, I did a double take. I watched it again watched it again. It's very cool. Very, very cool. What was your, what, cause I, I do see you do put out a lot of videos. What was your favorite one that you made?
1: my favorite one um it's close between the newest one and actually and I'm not, here i'm not even talking about like the quality of the video or like the message of the video or anything but like as far as like me having a good time making the video which yeah. usually it's not it's not usually the case that you have a good time making the video <laughs> it's very very arduous it's like you have to do that shot over and over again oh, you yeah. need from, this angle, you need from that angle you need to hey. make sure you got the shot right it's it's a it's a very drawn out long process but the ones that actually, the two ones that I had the most fun with were the ones that I was least involved in as far as like writing the script and and everything, which was Hanukkah Light, which was done actually in Manhattan okay. uh, with a guy named Jared Horowitz, who's an amazingly talented guy. And and the new one, uh, which David LaVon did, which was just like, I just, I really, I just, I wasn't so involved. All the other videos, I was involved with this, you know, the writing of the scripts, I was involved in getting the actors and, and um, this one, I just, I just showed up and sang. I went home. And, <laughs> and, and you show uh, up, you
0: do your job, you go home, and then and yeah. you are like, so wow, "Those that's were
1: cool. those were the most fun." Amakhav was actually probably the least fun uh, of all the videos for me. Why? Wow. Um, I think it came out the the cool. It was just it was it was putting on the 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 where I look like I'm bald, right? So yeah. like that that's a bald cap. It's a it's a it's a it's basically like a plastic balloon that you put over your head and then you paint it and it, and it makes you look like you're bald. So that took an hour and a half. I had to sit still. I can't sit still. I had to sit still <laughs> for an hour and a half um, to get that on. But that's just like one example. It was it was extremely arduous. And I was interacting with all these people like they were my best friends who I didn't, I didn't know from Adam. So it like felt like fake. It was like, I, you know, like I'm a real person, like a deep person. So like all these... These kinds of things are like challenging for me
0: all the uh, people in that video you you they were they they knew they were in the video or like or
1: oh yeah 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 those people those are all people that were cast so to speak they were not really hot I and mean, some of them were hired but um, um, most part people came they volunteered they were in most of my videos are with people who i don't necessarily know right people who, i'm like no i don't really know the guy who uh, who drew me the the painter who didn't really paint it was actually drawn by Gotti
0: Pollock, and imposed okay. over that, that
1: superimposed over the wall with computers but
0: um, yeah. The Nanach guys I see them around a lot too I, I've actually oh yeah seen, I've, I've <laughs> seen them much time since I would say hey what's going on
1: and They're like oh at first they were like <laughs> why don't we, you know we don't recognize you without your without the beard they had only met me looking like them
0: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah i've seen them i've had, i've actually seen them in that spot before doing what they were are doing they? in your video yes oh, yeah. okay <laughs> I, yeah, I, I see definitely. one
1: of them the guy holds the chauffeur i see him every once in a while in my talk and in sweets are us in the Mecca. every once in a yeah. while we'll pump into That's- each other
0: that's funny. That's really, really funny. No, your videos are great, and they are. They're very inspiring. They're very uplifting, um, and even your acapella ones. So that's what I was going to ask you. Also, it seems like you're you're really big into the acapella stuff, like, oh, and not just like the Maccabees and like like the stuff like that. Like your stuff is, is 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 seems like it's original acapella, and you have a couple albums out there, and I'm sure they do get played a lot during Spirit and the Nine Days. Uh-huh. Sure. So. So what what got you into a cappella? how do you how you start building yourself up into uh, into that world?
1: So a cappella, um actually I'll tell you uh, I'll tell you that the a cappella started uh, before my career started. What do I mean? In the late nineties, so I was in a camp called uh, Avram Chaim Heller, ACH. Okay. And um, each year they do a what's what they call a Tishibov play, which is right. basically in the nine days they do a you do a, a play which is meant to get you in the mood, to make you feel depressed and yeah. uh, maybe a little bit inspired, but more so depressed. And, you know, each year was a Holocaust story or a story about you know, whenever, you know, the, the Christians the converting Jewish kids, whatever. But one year we had Shweki was in camp with us. He played the evil uh, uh, priest who was uh, forcing the kids to convert. So anyways, yes you remember
0: so, that. If you mentioned that, um, Tim, would you remember it? <laughs>
1: he probably would. He probably would. And it's funny because he sang the song Yisrael, which is the opposite of that. I thought it was kind of humorous, but anyway, um, or ironic. <laughs> so here, I was in charge of the choir, and obviously, during the nine days, there's no music, and um, so I would create these uh, actually kind of simple, simple-ish uh, harmonies that would could be performed by a small group of guys. Like 10 guys we had 10 guys in the choir, and so we had this acapella choir thing going on uh, i must have done it at least two years maybe three years i don't ex- i don't remember exactly but like i i like understood like what it, what you have to do and what it has to sound like already in the late 90s um and then in, in 2012 I, th- I think it was 2012 was the first was the first acapella soul album um Pesach from Pesach to Shavuos is a is a hard time for for a musician. You know, there's no music, and it's like, hey, well, how can we drum up some some business in the meantime and and pay my bills?
0: Thinking, I'm telling you, you, us we're always thinking about how we can how we can how we can capitalize exactly.
1: And um, so that was really the the genesis of Acapella Soul One was was uh, I I hate to say it, uh, you know, (laughs) I needed the money, and uh, and I be ashamed. Yeah, I contacted Mandy Werdiger about it, and he loved the idea, and and we went full throttle on it, and and it's Baruch Hashem had a great um, you know a great response from the audience, and I try to keep it really simple. I I don't in uh, the first Acapella Soul I did beatbox. Okay. Um, I didn't feel comfortable with it because I didn't feel comfortable listening to it afterwards. Um, during the sphere doesn't bother me so much, but but during the nine days for sure it didn't feel it felt weird. Uh, Felt. I don't want to say wrong. It felt uncomfortable.
0: That's okay. That's a good word too.
1: So, so after that, I was just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it really simple. It's going to sound really, I want it to sound, I want my acapella album to sound like voices. That was really important to me. And instead of a beat, I have, I have claps for the, for the, for the more upbeat songs. So this claps, um, that for me feels kosher and, and, um, you should ask your local Orthodox rabbi as far as what you should do. But, mm. But for me, that that feels good, and um, and so it was also like really cool because that ended up being basically my first music video with "Hashem Loves You," which was from the Acapella Soul, uh, the first Acapella Soul album. So it was like it was really it, that predated Amechad. Amechad as an acapella song ended up on cappella Soul too. So it was like that was like my first here I am kind of uh, you know showing back up as myself, um,
0: not really just cool. behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. Now that you mentioned that about your acapella, I did notice there, you're, it's, it's all harmonies. It's all voices. There's no, there's no beatboxing. There's none of, there's none of that, uh, that other stuff that you would find to, on a traditional acapella, uh, traditional acapella CD. And that's pretty right. cool. I, I think that that's really, really cool that you're able to take those harmonies and, and mesh them together to make it sound beautiful. Like Hashem Loves You is a great song. It's a, it's a really awesome song It puts you in the mood. And, you wouldn't realize it was a cappella. Well, you would, but it's still. It's like I, I totally get what you're saying. I totally get you on that one.
1: Yeah, and try try to like like everything. It's like trying to strike that balance, trying to find that place which is like it's a sweet spot. Right. Um, you no, know, music is like uh, music's a funny thing because it can, it can, um, it could, It's emotion. It like moves your emotions. It's touching on your on on your base of yourself. Um so it can go it can swing it can swing depending on the sound depending on the feel depending on the emotion depending on the words
0: right 100% 100% Finding
1: that sweet spot
0: yeah it, you seem like you're pretty good at that um now Try. yeah so now regarding your new album like I said I listened to it about 5 times today I thought it was really cool there's a bunch of songs I found specifically like that struck that stuck yeah that struck me and i liked him a lot what was your favorite song on that album on this new album
1: okay so so what is my favorite song on the new album
0: nice more concert
1: <laughs> so let me give you a little bit of, let me tell you a little bit about this album like this album, Go i think this it. album took the longest of any of the albums that i've worked on really um I'm pretty sure that this was the the one that took me the longest and actually about uh, it's already three years, three years ago, I started recording this album. Um, I I basically recorded a full album and then I said, um, is this good enough? I asked myself, is this good enough? And I had to, I had to step back and say, I don't know. And I um, I ended up co- bringing everything that I worked on to yaki Briskman, um, and and basically bouncing off of him everything, and we threw out I think three quarters of what I had done, and and there was new material that I composed in the meantime, and there was a song or two where I, that I got from elsewhere, and um, and so basically this is like a real it was a long process choosing the material that, that I felt and he felt was good enough and, um, and also commercial, but also I didn't want to lose who I am and the message that I want to say. Um, so, but the song Lone of Sickler Code. So I, I had the idea for it also like a long time ago. I don't know. I don't know if it was, three years ago I don't know if it was more recently I don't remember it's I have records of it because I know I can check in my iPhone when I made it up but um in my voice notes but I wanted that song to be the song I wanted this idea Lenef Sickler Code not just like push up shot like um you know we're we're having fun don't make us stop dancing but like but the deeper shot which tried to express in the video which is no matter what's going on in my life Uh, no matter how challenging things are, I'm going to keep dancing. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep a beat positive attitude. Um, That's like, I feel like that was the message that I most wanted to be the message. And that was the song that I wanted to be the song. And I, I usually make up a song. It just pops out. Like the song today's the day. It just came. It just flew out. The whole thing just flew out. It probably took me about three minutes to make up the song. Wow. Luna Sickler code was like, draft after draft after draft i think i made up maybe 20 different versions of the song um and then until i there's one that says on it this is it (laughs) when i made it up i knew like that was it that and that was the low part that was just the 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 verse and then the high part was it was it was it, it was like i made up this high part and i and i thought okay this is it i felt like this is a good high part this is the chorus, and then Yehezkiel was like, "I don't know," and I played it for somebody else, a few other people in the business. They're like, "There's something missing from it," and then I ended up taking the song to Yitzi Waldner, uh, uh-huh. who's done many of Schwecki's hits and hits for Avram Fried and other, other people. And I said, "Yitzi, can can we complete this song together?" And so he filled in like what was missing on the chorus. la la code. That's his move. That's me and Yochi together. That's me. <Nice. todic> oh, you're, you're just good at like you just, just, like,
0: just, just good at like their own just you just sing on a whim. Yeah, just, man, I sing all day long.
1: I don't stop singing. I never stop singing. Originally, it was Lon of of Siklashir. Never uh, stop singing. It was both. It was, lo- it was actually the melody originally. I, 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 I give you a piece of the original melody at the very end of the song. I go, Ooh, it's Lo, There's a shtick. That's mm-hmm. actually the melody it was, Lo, 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 Lo. Tari, Mutara, Tari Magvula, That's how it went originally. And, uh, but it was Lo, 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 Lo. That was originally We Will Not Stop Singing, and We Will Not Stop Dancing. It was both. I was switching up, but We just decided to simplify. I, so, so you asked me a question. This was a long answer about which is my favorite song. Yeah. Let me, let me that card. I, I like, I can I tell that it had to be, it <laughs> had to be, you know.
0: I, I definitely think don't stop dancing is, is a little bit better than don't stop singing because you know, you dance you, you if you're dancing if you're moving if you're constantly moving you're constantly going nothing's going to stop you I mean, nothing's I mean, going to stop you I mean, nothing's going mean, to bring you
1: down yeah the outside of, you know if i'm physically dancing if i f- feel if i you know if i don't if i'm not feeling happy and i actually move my body i turn on the music and i start dancing it's like it changes it changes how you feel it definitely changes how you feel
0: no, for sure. For sure. For sure. Do you do all your recordings here in Bichamish or you, or where do you, where do you create your album? Where do you record and mix your albums?
1: So the singing I do right here with this microphone that I'm talking to you from. Oh, wow. Uh, in, in my studio, I do my, I do my, uh, all the vocals I also record Avi Singolda, the guitarist that comes here. Um, if there's live saxophones, I've done them here. Um, this album most of the music was not done here meaning there are um in the end so let me see one two um i think only two of the uh, three of the songs ended up being that i did the musical arrangements myself um like if you look on Amichad, so i did all the arrangements except for two Mm -hmm. on that album Uh, on this album i gave away everything except for three and and so those songs, the first two songs were done by Playmasters, Ian play, Freytor and his in his uh, chavra. They did Amichad, they did they did Yesh and I gave them on code. I had an arrangement for today's today, and my wife questioned whether it was good enough, which is good to have a Azer Day. and I, <laughs> I sent it. I sent it off to to. Uh, she was also the one who questioned before I had the song Amichad uh, had a full album, and my wife's like where's the Yesh Tikva song on your album? I'm like,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. And then I made up Amachad. So it's good to have a good wife, Baruch Hashem. And so I sent that, Today's the Day to Ian. And then I found two tracks. I found a guy here in Be Shemesh, incredibly talented guy, young guy, uh, Freddie Fabian. Um, mm-hmm. He did two tracks. Also a like, very interesting contrast, Besimcha, is like this pumping dance track. Right, Moisha, Moisha is like this cool classical strings, uh, beautiful track. The same guy did those two tracks. Um, it's very, um, very yeah. talented.
0: I was about to say something. I was like, when I was listening to the album, I noticed how like you have like all these pumping songs. Then you have like right in the middle, you have like this slower song with like the harmonics and the strings and everything like that. And I was like, right. oh, that's really that's that's interesting. Any any reason? That,
1: that is the music i like what (laughs) that the the deep soulful uh strings like those that's the music that personally i like i listen to Ah. to yonatan rozel those are the guys like the the soul so so, so
0: so that's my that's my other question to you is it seems like that that I've noticed in with a lot of the musicians nowadays, a lot of the singers and artists nowadays, is that the trend seems to be a lot of pumping, a lot of techno, a lot of like upbeat things like that. Less right. of the in, real instruments, less of that style. What what's your opinion on? What's your take on that?
1: So my take is that uh, um, the attention span. If someone is actually still listening to us by this point. <laughs> And this is, this. Is, they will understand what we're talking about, what I'm about to say. The attention span of the average uh, Jewish music listener, uh, or, uh, you know, kid, you know, or, or even me, what's my attention span? You know, I'm listening to the new Yakov Shwicky album. I like the album. I skip the slow songs. <laughs> I, I like the slow songs. I, you know, I want, to, I want to, you know, I put the music on, I'm, I'm cleaning to, in, in my house and I want to, I want you to know I'm skipping the slow songs like the, that's just that 's the generation that we live in, so it 's like um, I can give you a certain amount of slow songs. I know you 're going to skip that song. you can see on iTunes very clearly, which <laughs> songs people are buying you know you can see you can see from the the numbers on Spotify, you can see what 's going on and what people are connecting to. Yes, people still listen to Caribone, yes, people still uh, you know listen to a, a great a great slow song but but like i 'm like i 'm i'm trying to find this balance like you know like i said before trying to find this balance with being commercial being something that people are gonna you know be pulled in by and that's the videos to me also it's like a, here here's my song notice it you know like that's that's what it takes today it's like everyone's like it's a flag and everyone's all over the place so it's like yeah once i grab you i hope that you will then you know you'll watch my video now that we got you now you'll Go and buy yes, buy the song. <laughs> Once you buy the song, you'll be like, "Oh, this guy Goldberg has good taste." I will buy the album, <laughs> and, and then you will hear all the amazing slow songs that I really, really wanted to share with you from the beginning. That was really my cavana.
0: That that's a that's a great sales funnel right there. I have to say, that that that's that's great. That's Goldberg. Do you ever put on your own music in your house? Be honest. Do you ever dance to your own put, music? Um,
1: of course I do, man. My my music is my favorite music. <laughs> you should hear how many songs nobody knows. You should hear I have hundreds of songs. There's so many good songs.
0: That's funny. That's really funny. So what's in, so I mean, now that you just completed this album, you said it took you three years to get to to finish. Is what's in, what's what's the future hold for our Goldwag?
1: This this album is not finished yet for me. This is still we're still in promotion mode. So you know, there's a video. There's a second video. There's a lyric video. There's probably there's going to be another video that I that I pro, you know I did a I don't know if you're aware of this but I did a crowdfunding. I saw that. About, yeah, I raised about twenty two thousand um, dollars, which is amazing. That's great. Uh, so, you know, that's a big uh, to make an album is costs seventy thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars. So like that's that was a uh, you know today it's it's very difficult to uh, to cover the costs. But, but so one of the things, one of the shtick that I did with the crowdfunding was that, is that if you give to my crowdfunding, you can be part of an Ari Goldwag video. So how so, do you pull that off? So it's actually really <laughs> simple. My, my plan is I haven't yet completely gelled the idea. I haven't completely really figured it out, but the idea is going to be basically everyone is either going to take like a small video clip of themselves or a, a, a picture of themselves, maybe holding a piece of paper. And then I'm going to like slap onto that piece of paper some of the words from the song. Okay. So people are going to, I'm not, I'm not yet sure which song it's going to be. I'm not yet sure exactly (laughs) how it's going to play out, how the lyrics are going to come in. Uh, I still haven't completely worked it out, but there'll be a a lyric video, which involves just about, I don't know, 30 or 40 people who who said that they want to be part of this video. So
0: that's really cool that's yeah that's that's really really cool so so you're saying this album is still not done you're still working on the promotion you're still working on on everything that's great I mean it definitely it's it's a great it's a great album loved every minute of it and um, I I really hope I wish I wish it had slacha what Um, you're also a wedding singer aren't you I remember when we spoke about getting on the show you're like I'm on my way to South Africa for a wedding I was like oh that's pretty cool so yes People fly exactly. you out to all sorts of exotic places. I see.
1: Yes, I've been to South Africa. Of course, I've been to New York, and I've been to LA, and I've been to—I—I—I I, I, I mean, there's a concert I did in Edmonton, in uh, in Canada. I've been all over the place. Baruch Hashem, uh, weddings, London. Uh, I don't know, Eretz Yisrael, obviously, and um, yeah, yeah. I'm. You're uh, making you rounds. trying to get around we're trying to make the rounds inspire people bring some simcha to am yisrael
0: am yisrael hi that's pretty cool man that is that's really really cool who's your favorite person you performed with because like i said i saw some of the stuff you looked like you've you've performed with all sorts of different people who's your favorite person you ever worked with you ever did a show with
1: okay it's since i was a little kid it was my dream to do something with mbd i met him when i was like nine years old i had just gotten into the choir and and we went to a show of his. My mom, my proud mom, who finally her son is in the choir, brought me over to MBD as he was like driving away, and she's like, "Wait a second! Wait a second! This is the newest member of the Miami Boys Choir." And um, and he was like, "Oh, very nice." He he entertained us. He was he was you know, he was nice. And uh, I did It's actually really nice. I did a show with him two years ago in London, and um, him and Avram Freed. And I brought my son along. My son sang "Daddy Dear" with him. It uh, was always my dream to do something together with him, and that was really cool to be on stage with him. I think I was holding; we were jumping up and then holding hands. It was, it was pretty cool.
0: That's awesome! Wow. Well, Ari, it's been a, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show today, um, and. Like I said, the album's great. Everybody, you can go out there and get Ari Goldwag's newest album. You can get it on his site, AriGoldwag.com. You can get it on iTunes, Spotify. Where else can we find your album, Ari?
1: MostlyMusic.com. Let's not forget, we got to give the money to the Jews. MostlyMusic.com.
0: <laughs> yes. That's right. We have to go to MostlyMusic.com. Is it also on Niggin Music? It's also on Niggin
1: Music. And... Um, and uh, my distributor is uh, Adair Music, mostly music, so I encourage you to purchase it there. Ah, and, okay. Uh, and you can get it in any, any bookstore near, near your home, where they,
0: they sell great Jewish music that that's really cool and also don't forget to have a cd
1: player if you
0: still own a cd player somehow some for some strange reason for some strange reason you still own a cd player hey listen my computer has a cd player but no you can go out there get get ari's music at, at at wherever jewish music is sold um don't forget to download it stream it check out his website arigoldwag.com. you can also visit his youtube page to watch all his videos all all his really cool videos and contribute to those millions and millions of views to keep him going higher and higher um like i said ari honor pleasure to have you on the show it's great to have more local guys with us over here i'm just literally a stone's throw away from you and you should have tremendous atzalacha with your album you should have tremendous atzalacha with your career keep singing keep steiging, keep schlocking man And you've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simcha the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Go Simcha Live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zaradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!